Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Neil, I couldn't help noticing one of the comments you sent me uh, in their build-up to our chat with you this morning was there seems to be an indication that there's no recession in sight and that would be joyous news if it be true. What's happening here, Neil? Good morning. Yeah, well, I tell you, it's um, very, very encouraging news, I think, coming out of... IBEC. Um, I, I'm not sure if you're if the listeners would be familiar with with IBEC, the Irish Business and Employers Confederation, the voice of uh, SME businesses. They would say, um, you know, actually not not just SMEs, but you know, large and small businesses in the state. And as it happens, very glad to get the wisdom of Fergal O'Brien, who is uh, the head of policy. She was chief economist with IBEC, but now head of policy. And do you remember I was telling you last week, um, Alan? We were welcoming. Uh, a Mexican delegation last Tuesday morning from our colleagues in Baker Tilly in Mexico City, uh, led by an Irish guy, actually, John Milner, coincidentally, who lives in Mexico. Um, but the Irish-Mexican Chamber of Commerce were in, and myself and Yasmin from our Enscorti office, who is from Colombia originally, were welcoming them. Uh, I was speaking in English and Yasmin speaking in Espanol. So it went really, really well, must say, really well. And delighted to have Fergal. Uh, we were singing the praises of the Southeast, by the way. Those are... Um, our main uh, thrust of the of the conversation, but Fergal joined us and gave a a summary, a really really positive uh, summary of of where we are at and where the country is at, and you know by extension, in terms of the southeast where we are at. Um, and I tell you what, I could have listened to him all day. It would absolutely, you know, it would it would do you good yeah. to to you know to to listen to what he had to say. The revised growth forecast now is up dramatically in the last week for IBEC, up to, say, 5% of, of GDP. And not just that, Alan, but also that inflation, which has been rampant for the last 12, 18 months, ever since the war kicked off, and that's estimated now to drop far, far quicker than was anticipated previously. So it's going to drop to, they think, just over 4% by the end of the year and back to normal, you know, the normal rate of about 2% odd, which is kind of normal inflation. Uh, around, say, this time in 2024. Now, that is really good news, especially for lower-income households, yeah. where they spend pretty much every cent that comes in on household essentials. Um, and as you know, as we said before, inflation hits the most vulnerable the hardest because they spend. They tend to spend the highest percentage of their own household income right. um, on, on the day-to-day stuff. Um, but just to zoom out, actually, even more, Ireland's incomes now are running at... 50% household incomes are 50% higher higher than than Britain currently. Britain has had one hell of a bad run of it since uh, Brexit, since, you know, as we all predicted at the time, uh, Alan, you remember. But we now, quite extraordinary to think that uh, household incomes, disposable incomes, are 50% higher in Ireland than they are in the UK. Now, Alan, do you remember what it was like in the 70s and in the 80s? You know, when I was growing up in Enniscorthy, you know, we would have always looked across the water uh, and a much, much stronger economy. And a lot of people would have left these shores to go to the UK because of better opportunities. Now it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and quite extraordinary statistic as well is that we are now number 27 in the world in terms of GDP. We're number 127 in terms of population. We are a small country in population terms, but we're not, we actually have grown now to number 27 and we'll shortly be in the G20. Fergal made the prediction that in the coming years we will be in the top 20 uh, globalised economies in the world. It's just a quite extraordinary turnaround, a lot of it led by education. We are the highest, we've got the highest standard of education in terms of third level 
um, in Europe. You know, we've now over. When you localize it, Neil, what does it all mean? What does it mean to cash flow? What does it mean to quality of life for people tuning into this program this morning? This is positive news, but how will it benefit us? Well, it means it means that we should have uh, optimism. It means that we should, you know, because we. The problem is this, Alan. The problem is this: if we look at our news screens, we are going from one international crisis to another international crisis. You can see the dreadful, dreadful scenes from the war from the earthquake, from the migrant crisis just over the weekend, uh, the dreadful news from the UK, which has been coming out, you know, the relentless talk about the Northern Ireland Protocol, which, by the way, looks like it's going to get sorted, hopefully, in the coming days, which, again, is going to give another confidence, confidence boost. And again, I'm going to stop you there and ask you to explain that. I discussed this with Labour Party Deputy Brendan Howell on the programme last week in detail. So what's the update mm. on this, please? First of all, remind us what this is all about, please. Well, what it's all about is, uh, quite simply, um, there has been a, a row ever since Brexit in terms of how the Northern Ireland Protocol, as it's called, would operate. And this effectively allows Northern Ireland to be both in the uh, common market within the EU and also then obviously to be in the UK market um, with some checks. There has been some checks across the Irish Sea for people trading between Northern Ireland and the island of Great Britain. And that's been unacceptable, as you know, to the unionist community in the north, especially the DUP. And the DUP have refused to enter government. Um, now, some would say that they don't particularly want to go in under a Sinn Féin first minister. You know, I'd say that's probably right also. But just at the minute, there has been that lack of a government for, is it going on two, three years now, I think, Alan? Yeah. That vacuum has existed. That's a dangerous sort of a situation for, for all of us who live in this island that you have a, a, a large region of the island which does not have a government. So that's unacceptable, really. And there is a hope now that that is going to be unlocked. As I understand that the uh, head of the commission is uh, is going to be across to meet Rishi Sunak today. As I understand there's a lot of positive noises coming out. So let's see. Let's see what comes out of that. Um, but we're starting to see a lot of optimism where for a long time there's been doom and gloom. So... That'll be a good thing, you know, for stability on the island and also for stability for, for business people who are operating the island, who are creating jobs and giving opportunities to our young people. Um, so I, I did quite a, some quite extraordinary and good news from a business and economic point of view. Um, certainly, Fergal O'Brien, when I spoke to him, he said that IBEC are not contemplating a recession at all for 2023-24 now. And there was that fear that the the war and the inflation crisis that had been kicked out, kick, you know, was kicked off by the the invasion, um, that, that would create a recession. Um, and with a recession, as you know, Alan, comes job losses. It comes, you know, tightening in terms of incomes and so on. So it looks like now we can start to look forward with with some confidence that we're going to have we're going to have growth and opportunity. There's still tons of problems, tons of problems that the government have to solve with uh, as long as they have left now what is it a couple of years they have left Last but week we spoke the to the Cahirnock of Exeter County Council who informed us that Trinity Wharf that project uh, starts today uh, and it's something that you have been keeping a watchful eye on uh, as well and I know there's another yeah. major development in Enniscorthy as well which sees uh, attracting people in Enniscorthy so there seems to be a bit of positivity around in relation to Trinity Wharf Neil it's something that you have been keeping an eye on how important yeah. is, that, is that development going to be for the county? Well, let me just give you let me let me just give you an example of that. So, the, you know, the forty nine Mexican businesses that had travelled to Ireland uh, as of last Tuesday, and we hosted that business breakfast for them. Um, if those businesses are looking to set up somewhere in Ireland, they are going to need quality 
locations, be they offices or be they industrial premises, to move into. You know, there's no point in bringing them and showing them like a green field. We're far, far better if we can show them the technology park in in Enniscorthy or we can show them Trinity, Warfin, Wexford, or, you know, there's there's numerous others actually locations in Gorey and developments in other areas of the county. So that's the sort of investment that is going to seal the deal when it comes to the sort of investment that these really successful businesses. I'm just picking as it happens Mexico because that's who we were hosting last week, okay? It could be any country in the world. We punch above our weight um, across Europe in terms of foreign direct investment. We are ahead of every other country in terms of our success by a country mile uh, as to how we we achieve uh, foreign direct investment. The Southeast, is start, we're starting to get our fair share. And finally, we're starting to get our fair share of that. And you and I spoke about it for 10 years before we started to get our fair share, but now we are getting our fair share and long may that continue. So that's how, that's why it's important. That's the practical example. One more thing, by the way, Alan, I was just thinking to myself with all of these businesses in, not one of them has any intention of looking at the UK. Not one of them. Mm-hmm. And it's just extraordinary how uh, the, that extraordinary act of self-harm that Brexit was. When you, when you actually see it in front of your eyes, you've got these really successful, you know, wealthy Mexican investors who are in Ireland looking at investment opportunities. And if you mention the UK to them, every one of them shakes their head and say, why would I invest in the UK when it is cut yeah. off now from the rest of Europe? Just extraordinary. All right. Now, just a quick comment from you on what's happening. Google and also, as we've heard this morning, Twitter have reduced its headcount by 200 over the weekend. I think you thought that all this was bottoming out. Is it still there? Yeah, it's rumbled on. It has rumbled on. And it's, listen, some bad news I, in terms of, the, you know, the people involved specifically. But look, can we just keep in mind, and look, I know I'm not, I don't want to be overly, you know, Pollyanna positive uh, this morning, but the people, generally speaking, we're talking about who should be very well positioned in a full employment economy. They should be really well positioned to find a new job very, very quickly. You know, because other businesses are crying out for really smart people with a good attitude, good initiative. And you'll probably find that a lot of these people that we're talking about are in that category. So it is, looks, it's going to be hard for them. And it might be cold comfort listening to me this morning talking about that. It, I, I can understand that I get it. You know, I, I totally get that. But at the same time, um, I think they should have a bit of confidence, taking into account all that positive economic data that's coming through now. I think they should have some confidence as well that they'll anyway, get themselves rehoused very quickly. Anyway, on a Monday when people are always saying, oh God, I don't like Mondays. Tell me why I don't like Mondays. But in this case, the news from Neil Hughes today, the news from Hughes is no recession. <laughs> that, that's exactly it. I can. I, I feel you're going to tell me that. You're going to tell me that now every week, Alan. That's what I'm afraid of. The news from Hughes. I like it. Do you like the sound of it? Do you? Yeah, sounds good. Southeast Radio's morning mix: chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran.